Greeny from Barstool Sports. How are you doing, guys? How are you feeling? What's going on? So we didn't get the marquee matchup. I was drooling over Tatum versus Harden and and, and Westbrook versus, uh, you know, Jalen Brown or whoever. But we didn't get that. We got no starters. We got a couple of best guys also took the night off. But we got to see a lot of the young guys, of course. We got Robert Williams balling out. We got a little bit of Carson Edwards putting somebody on a poster. Greeny, let's start with you. Uh, what's your strongest takeaways from these young Celtics going up against the Houston Rockets? Yeah, I was surprised. I was expecting that Kemba was going to sit, you know, with Milwaukee on Friday. But you look around the league, and outside of the Lakers, like everyone is playing their normal rotation guys in this third scrimmage. So when I found out, or when I saw the tweet that it was pretty much the summer Celtics in, you know, what is essentially a throwaway game, it was like kind of disappointing just because this the the regulars on this team haven't beaten the Rockets in has to be like two or three years by now. So I wanted to see how they matched up against elite perimeter guards, but yeah. once you get me in a little bit of taco, a little bit of Carson Edwards, I'm like drunk off Celtics summer Kool-Aid. So <laughs> I love it, even though they just got completely destroyed. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta jump yeah, Mike- in there. The uh the uh, James Harden, I, I think that kid's got a future for a summer league game. I think I think he might play some meaningful minutes down the stretch <laughs> there for Houston. They really went for it, huh? I mean, Harden had what, like, yeah, thirty hundred points, yeah. thirty five points. I mean, that was, I mean, that was hard to watch. But again, that was Mike D'Antoni. What you get, yeah. He's coaching it like it's Game Seven of the NBA Finals. They I went mean, for why, it. And they why suffered, are they still in the game? And they, they went, suffered an injury they for went. it, too. Congrats, they, I guess. Yeah, well, that's that was, crazy. That yeah. after, Gordon, after Gordon got hurt, and then you went to the half, and then you started the third quarter with your same starting lineup. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, that's a stubborn move, though. I was thinking that the whole time. Like, that's Dan Tony saying, no, no, this was still a good idea, guys. I'm not going to you know, back away from this starting my guys here in the second half just to prove a point. But he actually stuck with those guys throughout most of the third quarter. I was surprised as well. I mean, these guys have to compete here. You got a chance to maybe knock off the Clippers or the Lakers, and now you're down Eric Gordon, and he still put out Westbrook and, and Harden right in there in the second half. I know. It's it's almost like, you know, you're tempting the basketball gods to have someone pull a hamstring again and just ruin their entire yeah. their entire run. Let's rip let's rip they, through they some of let, let's rip rip through some of what we saw with the Celtics. Um sure. Starting with, uh, we're just, we'll talk about moments rather than performances. We were talking about it right before we went live, but the Carson Edwards dunk has to be the highlight there. I didn't know he had that in the bag. No, definitely not. And, yeah. and I think, you know, he had a couple of those when he was on, when he was at Purdue, but we have not seen him finish strong like that with his offhand since he's been a member of the Celtics. But <laughs> that was all right, too. I mean, he's he wasn't, there were some threes where he left him a little bit short, but this was by far the best we've seen him play probably since last summer league. If you yeah. 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 No, I thought I, I knew huge. I knew Carson had the ups, but to do it on, on James Harden, I mean, I feel like a few plays before that, Grant Williams was scared to go against James Harden. And when he when he pretty much got a, a foul out of it, but I'm like, come on, Grant, go strong against James Harden. He's not an elite defender. Yeah. yeah, I think halfway through his elevation, I was like, Oh, he's just trying to draw the foul, whatever, he'll go to the line. <laughs> no. Nope. He kept going. And then he cocked it back, and then he finished it. It's like I had to, I had to like make sure I wasn't playing two K or something. It was just, <laughs> I, did not, I did not know that was possible. We'll go around the horn. Um, what we saw today, that, we were that, talking last game a ton about Romeo. We want to see Romeo do something in these scrimmages because you don't know how many minutes he's going to get when they start again. And they start him today, and that's great. And he played a ton of minutes, but only seven shots. And I just don't get it. Like. 
I wanted to see Romeo fire away. I mean, Carson took 18 shots, I think. I wanted to see Romeo let it fly a little yeah. bit. He had a couple moments in the third, takes it to Harden uh, and drew the foul, and then again in transition with the Ole defense and put it up strong. So he looked good going to the bucket a couple times. I just wanted to see him be a little more assertive. Yeah, same, John. I'm, I was a little surprised by that. But at the same time, I'm kind of not surprised. That sort of fits his M.O., right? I feel like Romeo sort of just he, – he's he's a good third, fourth option that sort of lays in the back. And then when you least expect it, those backdoor cuts come. You know, or defensively, mm-hmm. he makes these big stops where people don't expect it. But I feel like with a, a game like this where he was in the starting lineup, everyone sort of expected him to put up at least 13, 14 attempts and I think because of that, he sort of uh, got, got a little, little scared out there, a little shaky. Yeah, we say that, but it is a completely new spot for him, right? I mean, it's a guy that has barely played it all this year, and then throw him in the starting left. He's just not used to being in that role, so it's it's going to take draw a little up bit for him. to like, give him we, that confidence. You got Brad's sure, democratic but, I mean, offense. Everyone gets to shoot if you get the ball. Yeah, but doesn't no, matter. he's wearing that Harden's beard, man. This kid is not used to this. Yeah. His life. Just give him the ball and isolate him and just let him go a little. You just want to see if he's got it. <laughs> yeah, I think what we did, what you do see with Romeo though, is he definitely has that drive first mentality. Yeah. He understands angles. You know, getting to the free throw line is a big time issue on this team with the regular rotation players. So just to see him, you know, be have that aggressive mindset is what he's going to do. Because you got to think when he's playing with the with the regular, you know, starting group, he's going to be like the freshman that plays varsity. He's going to go down. He's going to run in the corner. If they give it to him, great. He's going to yeah. move without the ball, and he just has to play defense. So, yeah. you know, it was – there were a few times where you got the little Brad Wanamaker isos instead of maybe giving it to him on the wing. But I think for what they're going to need from him of slashing, you know, kind of being like that Avery Bradley cutting off ball, backdoor cuts, he can do that. Did we have to see this much Wanamaker? <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, that was just, so much. You tweeted you know, it. Yeah, just, oh, so much. Respect your elders, man. Come on. It reminds me of like when, when Marcus Smart falls into his bad shot selection spells, and you're like, you got Tatum and Hayward and all them on the floor, and Smart is jacking it up. Yeah. It's like, you got Taco, you got you got <laughs> Romeo out there. Like, that's who I, I know what Brad wanted to make. We, know, we know, know what you do. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Let, let somebody else right. do it. Yeah. Yeah, so that, and, that that guard position is wide open, though. So I mean, you would like to see Carson yeah. Edwards, which you did see tonight. But you know, Tremont Waters didn't have a great game. But that that backup role is wide open for the taking. It's like we kind of know what Brad Wanamaker can do, but like let's just see what else, like like a Romeo Langford, like these guys. Yeah. Let them have the, those those yeah. minutes. In, a lot in of people shots. wanted to see Tremont kind of pass Wanamaker. You know, you'd love to see it. Right. I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm not I don't see it. Uh, I, don't, I mean, if we're Thank talking you. about playing in like any of the CBA playoffs, yeah. no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play Tremont over Wanamaker. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. this year, but for next year. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, this is the Waters game. This is the game we'll be talking about in December. Oh, remember that Waters game when he went off and against the Rockets? Yo, yo, he gave Harden 12, 14 points. You know, yeah. we didn't get much of that, but. I still have hopes for Waters. I like Waters for next season. Waters' really ceiling. His ceiling is obviously much higher, but this isn't really the time for, like, experimenting. No, not really. and, and and then you're not going to get that. Yeah, and then next year, I mean, Wanamaker's 31. He's a free agent in the summer. Like, I think if they like what they have with, with Carson and Tremont, if they don't trade one of them with draft picks this summer, then they're both probably going to get the game. Yeah. 
Fox. We'll be we'll be fine if if Wanamaker is not here. I think, but yeah. <laughs> it'll be we'll, tough to see him go. We'll survive. The, 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 the other if thing they is they have the to make a roster move. Yeah, the, the thing we keep talking about, the battle for bench minutes, who you want to see coming off the bench in that second unit and whether Romeo earned his way into it. Um, obviously, Grant Williams had a good game tonight, and he does what he does, and he did it really efficiently tonight. But, again, you're looking at meaningful minutes. Grant's going to get some at the four, possibly the five in that small ball lineup. But between you know, between Semi and Romeo and anybody else who's going to come in and fill that wing spot, where do you want to see this go? I think a lot of it is matchup. Yeah. Right. Like if, if it's more, if it's Milwaukee, then I want to see a lot more of Semi yep. and Grant. Then you know, I I was kind of disappointed in Time Lord's minutes. I just think his post play is just so non-existent. Unless he's rolling hard to the rim and catching lobs, he's really he's not really an offensive threat. So in a playoff series, like I just I see them going with Grant over him anyways, just because I think he gives you more on both ends. I, I just he doesn't play like this is his first go around. It's it's really incredible to watch this kid yeah. come right in. He's like a bigger Marcus Smart, and his three looks a whole lot better. So I'd say Grant's probably my first rookie off the bench. And that's the thing. Really, we're coming down to who who which of the players who did nothing of of any note in the regular season can possibly earn minutes uh, <laughs> between all of those guys. And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that there's any minutes to go between, you know, Romeo or Rob Williams or, uh, you know, Tremont Waters or any of those guys. I think it's going to be a pretty short rotation. You're right. It's going to be Grant. It's going to be Ennis. It's going to be smart. That's it. I think the only exception could be Romeo. Now, a lot of that maybe that's what you want to see. Yeah, I mean, just because he's so versatile. I mean, what he does defensively, he can guard multiple positions. And again, those backdoor cuts when everyone's got their eyes on guys like Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum, he has that capability to sneak and, and get you those points. Um, so I could I see him playing. I don't know, maybe eight nine minutes. But of course, it's going to be a short leash. I mean, if if he's not able to produce or be consistent throughout that first round, I, I would say, or even you know what. The first eight games, I think Brad Stevens is going to give him a really good uh, audition, so to speak, for the rotation spot. And we'll see how he does. Yeah, I see more games going like they did today where Brad's going to sit a lot of starters, you know, throughout these next eight games at, at certain points. They're not playing to win all eight games. I mean, I think it could be – there could be four games left in the Celtics might already be completely in their seated spot, right. and they're just going to work with rotations and get bench guys going and try to get some depth because – they do have a weak bench. I mean, let's be honest. They had one before this virus shut the season down, and, and they come into the bubble with the same team. So they don't have a lot of depth. They need a player like Grant Williams to step into that seven, eight, nine role and, you know, really give them good quality minutes. But you got to think, it's, it's, all, it's all about who they play, right? If they play Indiana yeah. in the first round, that's a more – and especially if Sabonis doesn't play, that's a more wing-oriented team. I'd want to see someone like Romeo out there on the perimeter – whether it's matching up with TJ Warren or Oladipo or chasing McDermott, things like that. But if it's Philly, you know, and you need a little bit more beef, maybe they then go with more Grant before Romeo. It's just, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. But like you said, like we can know halfway through the reseeding games, their seed is locked in. So you yep. see Kemba get rest. You see, you know, Tatum right. get some rest. And then yeah, obviously. I think that's matter. the way they'll do it. They have but, to do it that way because they're already in the playoffs. Like, and, and, Home yeah. court means absolutely nothing. I mean, I guess you want to try to avoid Philly in the first round because that would just kind of be bad luck. But other than that, I mean, you just kind of ride with your ride with your roster and, and assume that you have a more talented team than 
the first couple of rounds. Yeah, I think this postseason is going to be really interesting because this is more one of the more weaker second units from Brad Stevens. I mean, you could point to that 2018 team because, of course, they didn't have Kyrie and, and Hayward and look how far they got. But if we're looking at just the whole second unit as a whole, I mean, the, the, the last two, three years, Brad's had some really strong or at least guys he could turn to and rely on from that bench. Outside of Marcus Smart, it gets really slim for Stevens this yeah. time. A, a nice, easy first round would be good. Because if you're if you're playing your starters 35, 36, 37 minutes with just starting the season back up, that's going to be tough. Well, uh, they, remember, they they swept Indiana, which was a quote unquote easy first round, and then they yeah. got to Milwaukee, and it was just nothing. They couldn't reach that level. Yeah. Yeah, that Easter game, though. Well, that was that was the game game led that, that was those are Walking Dead. Our man. So here we go. Friday. I mean, I, I kind of wish there was a. They played anybody else than uh, Milwaukee on the first first one out of the gate, but it is what it is. I mean, how what, what we've seen so far? What are we expecting? You know, when it when it, uh, I mean, a couple days from now when they play for real. What are the other guys going to do? The guy's not named Giannis. Uh, I mean, Chris Middleton has looked pretty good. Uh, I've seen uh, the last two uh, Bucks games, but I mean, Giannis has just been on a tear. He put thirty points up the other night. Uh, in the first half, like that's the kind of focus he's on right now. Guys like him and LeBron, I just think this format and this atmosphere, yeah. it's just right up their alley. They're going to really uh, eat. It'd just be yeah. nice if this were more of like a pre, if it was like a Washington, you know, like it's more of a preseason right. sort of, of game. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? At the same time, though, it's a good measuring stick because this both teams are going to look completely different <laughs> come postseason right. or whenever they cross paths, if or win. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good first test, though. But we'll see. Hopefully, Giannis doesn't drop 55. Yeah. See, I'm interested because Jalen missed both games this year, I'm pretty sure, against Milwaukee. So I'm interested to see because he was, of all of what the disaster of last year's series was, he was he's really the only one that has played Milwaukee tough in, in a playoff series. So I want to see him. But I'm of the line of thinking that, like, I want these eight seeding games to all be hard. Like, I want to play the really good teams yeah. because I want to know how much I should personally invest my heart into the team. Like if we can, if we know right away that they're just, we'll be able to tell if they can hang or sure. not with the, the better team. So I would rather have that leading into a, a, what could be a tough playoff series than like play nothing but Washingtons and Brooklyn's and just not really be able Phoenix. to get a good sense of like, they got a couple Brooklyn's in there and they punch you in the mouth. Like, are you going to be able to respond? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. You want to see what you're rolling with early on. And, and it might actually get the team fired up. You know, even if they go and take one on the chin in the game one, that, that could be a wake-up call right early on and get them on track where they need to be for the next seven games right. for the playoffs. Or they go out there and they, and they you know, compete hard and they and they, let's say they win. I mean, that can kind of give you a little bit of confidence. Like, hey, you know, we can literally be any team. You know, we, we are considering ourselves a favorite now to win this thing. You know, we can roll with anybody, you know, as long as we stay healthy. Why not us type mentality? So it's good to get them. I mean, you're going to get your Phoenixes mixed in or your Washington. I think they play – is it Washington the last the last team they play? So, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's a game that you can guarantee you, you no starters will sniff yeah. that game. So, um, yeah, get them out there and see, you know, get the juices flowing a little bit. So, yeah. uh, you really? know, Giannis going to drop 40 probably. But but yeah. it's about Middleton. If you stop Middleton, then right. just – Make sure he doesn't shoot seventy five percent from the field, and like even that's good, be, that's below his average. Brown, yeah, uh, you kind of have to go under fifty points. Yeah, you kind of have to go with like the two thousand ten like LeBron Cavs defense, where it's like, all right, LeBron, 
you're going to score 40, yeah. 45. <laughs> We're not going to let, you know, Daniel Gibson score 20 or something like that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Greeny, we didn't get a chance to hear from you after the first two games, but just looking at the starters, your, what do you think, what you saw? You know, a little bit of Kemba. Jalen was obviously awesome. Tatum mm-hmm. took a little while. Anything pop for you? Uh, just how ready Jalen looked. Yeah. I mean, I think Tatum gets so much of the publicity and deservedly so, but like, you look at Jalen, and he's really the key for me of why this team took a leap. I mean, he got his money. He got, you know, all the, his starting role back. He got his, you know, hierarchy on the team back. And he didn't settle. He had career year across the board. He looks like he's in great shape. So that was really, that was really you know, impressive to see and sort of common because we don't know. Like, him and Tatum have to be the ones that carry on. That was – that was the decision this franchise made when they didn't gut the team for Anthony Davis. So that was good. It was good to see Kemba's burst. Um, it was good to see Smart get his shot selection under control once the rotation was normal and things get back. But I didn't love Daniel Tyson his first two appearances. Cantor was good, but he still makes me like a little nervous. He's a turnover <laughs> machine. Everybody nervous. Yeah, it makes yeah. me like his skill set is so needed. Like he's the best offensive rebounder I think the Celtics have had in my lifetime. Yeah. For real. But he just – I don't know how much – he misses too many bunny putbacks that just make me uncomfortable. Um, but I think it was generally what I expected. I, I think the first game was weird jitters, all that stuff. They shot terribly. But the second yeah. game, even though it wasn't against a good defense, I think we saw them play the same sort of style that we were used to. Yeah. We had Danny Fortson for a, for a little bit. That might be the only one I could think of. <laughs> but even I was trying to rack my brain. I'm like, That's really if, you, if you look it up, I think he's like he has the best offensive rebound percentage in like franchise. Yeah, yeah he's they, they they don't have they've never had anything like that. Yeah, uh, Joe Sway, Jimmy, final thoughts? Anything before we wrap it? Heading into Friday? Uh, yeah. Look, this game. I'm excited for it. This is easily the the most exciting game out of the eight. I know it's kind of unfortunate that it's the very first one. Yeah. But again, like the, this atmosphere and this competitiveness between two superstars, one is a rising star. The other one is Giannis. And I think I really do think Tatum lives for these for these moments, especially all year long. He's really been that guy on the big stage. Not, doesn't always translate to a win. You know, I'm thinking about the Lakers game, for, for example, the one in L.A. and a couple other ones. But um, he's going to really step up to the challenge here. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, and to Green's point, um, Jalen, I think, is feeling some of that, saying, like, you know what? I can also, you know, raise my yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, This is my time here, you know. So I, I'm, I'm with you on that, Greeny. I, I can definitely see these two just really leading this team throughout these eight games. Yeah, yeah. for me, I'm just. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say my closing thought is I'm just fired up. You know, I mean, it's Friday night basketball, Celtics, Bucks. I'm just praying the bubble doesn't pop because when you look at baseball and you look at football and you kind of get a little nervous here, but everything's been holding up so far, and um, I think the Celtics are in just as good a position as any team in the NBA is. And uh, you guys talked about Jalen Brown, but I, I completely agree. I mean, this guy, this guy has had a very like busy quarantine, right? I mean, we know he's been all around the country. He's been very vocal and, and it looks like he's been staying in shape. He's out for blood right now. And I, I think him and Tatum are like a two headed monster. And if you can get Kemba at like 75%, you know, I don't want Kemba to hurt himself, obviously, but if you can get him to, get his minutes up and, and to, you know, take the ball out of, out of their hands so that they can, you know, do their thing off the ball, then I think you've got a legit chance. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see how they start. If you look at both the games against Milwaukee this year, 
they were down like 15, 16 points in a blink of an eye. And right. they were able to come back when they played in Boston early in the year. They sort of made it competitive in Milwaukee towards the end, but that was largely a blowout. Yeah. So that's just a team like if they turn it over, if it gets into a transition game and they get down, you know, 12, 14 points, like I don't want to see that. I want to see them play with Milwaukee for a full 48. And okay. if you lose because Giannis just, you know, or they, you know, make 25 threes, so be it. But I just want to see them be competitive and get off to a good start. Yeah, I'm just curious how serious they take it or if they take it almost kind of like half a preseason game, we'll, we'll, we'll dip one toe in the water or if they really go for it, you know. And if they do, that's great because we want it, we need it. This is what we want to see. So yeah. um, hopefully, you know, we, we get I think it. They, this is where you, you get a you got to get good habits going, you know? So I, I don't right. think they can take games off, at least not the games where all the stars are playing. If you want to take games off, wait until it's, you know, game six or something, you know, where everything's kind of set. Yeah, I yeah. think you're going to see, you know, you're going to have Milwaukee who's going to be motivated to be like, listen, the Celtics are getting a lot of hype. Exactly. Remember who we are. And then you exactly, have yeah. like, listen, we're not afraid of you, Milwaukee. Like, yeah. you know, historic net rating. Like, I don't care. We're going to take it to you. So – I think both are going to take it pretty seriously. I know, and I am a little afraid. I mean, we know how to spin it, you know. They go out, Celtics go out and get blasted. They'll be like, ah, we treated it like a preseason game. <laughs> right. They go out, and they, they go, they go out, and they beat them, and like we're going to win, you know. So, uh, you know, we, yeah, you, know yeah. you know, the Bucks are hearing the same thing that those are hearing, right? It's like, oh, you guys have a chance to make the finals, but uh, I don't know about the Bucks. That's tough. Right. Yeah, right. We just have a really good shot, but look out for the Celtics. I don't know about those guys. Uh, we for, yeah, it's somehow yeah. people forgot that the Bucks have been a historically dominant team. Through the first part of the season, so it's like Milwaukee. I know, but I mean, make a sound up there. Nothing (laughs) changed. It's the same thing. I don't know how all of a sudden, but I mean, we'll ride the wave. You know, it's It's like coronavirus. Nothing changed, but here we are. (laughs) Right. I'm already mad. I can feel my anger of like Robin Lopez going three for five from three in the first quarter. Just something. (laughs) Super <laughs> random, where you're just yeah. like all of it. How the Bucks? He doesn't make threes. What? A, yeah. yeah. Did, didn't he do that last game? He didn't go bananas with. Yeah, he made his first three. Oh god! <laughs> In the first half, that, that it, my blood's already up. Every Middleton bucket m- makes me lose my mind because he, exactly like you say, he shoots he shoots eighty five percent against the Celtics. But yeah, I'm pre angry right now. Yeah, the Goblin himself. Yeah. <laughs> so we look forward to Friday. Um, I'll wrap it up for Joe Sway and Jimmy and Greeny. We're going to do this all uh, season long. So if you want to join us again, you're more than Absolutely. welcome. Right? Yeah, maybe next time I won't be in like a cave. I'll actually have like, <laughs> yeah, man. Take, our, down there. take our word oh, for it. Amazing, but yeah. that's, that's I mean, so good and professional. I'm sitting here with like a yellow light bulb in one little sconce in my back office. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting in front of a my bar. different than the barstool office. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, – it's not as depressing, I think. Oh, I know. Man, look, you got the bar. He's chilling. I'm sorry. I got my bar yeah. behind me. Rich mahogany. Yeah. Nice, nice. Good setup. Anyway, thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll get some. We'll, we'll get the electric bill paid for Greeny before the next. I know. I, I got. I barely got cable. I can't even afford money. Times are tough. The hiatus is tough, man. I'll talk to you. Yeah. All right, guys. We're gonna sign off. Take care. All right. Thanks.